Hey, welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. And uh, this is not Matt Stewart, this is Saran Jayamana. We're in Sydney, we're about to be in Brisbane, we're doing live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart's in both those cities. And we're also doing our stand-up shows, uh, Dry Dry, is that right? That is correct, uh, Who Knew It's with Matt Stewart's, and also Dry Dry in Sydney at the Manning Bar, and in Brisbane at the beautiful Powerhouse. Oh, so good. And we're you're doing the Who Knew It's at the Chippo, and at the Good Chat Comedy. Anyway, we'd love to see you there, it'd be fantastic. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart. Our first guest is host of the Do Go On podcast, it's Jess Perkins. You've been a while gone, Jess. That's all right. It's so good to have you back. You and I have been feuding. Yeah, I know. Behind the scenes. And um, it's so great to have made peace with you. Well, you know, baby steps. I've made peace with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I refuse. That's the baby step. I I've hold met the you in the middle. You're the baby. And you took a step further away. <laughs> Our second guest this week is coming in live from Canada. It's Alistair Tremblay Birchall. Hello, it's me from Canada. Hello, everybody. Whereabouts in Canada are you? I am just outside of Montreal in a, a area called Longueuil. Longary? No, not Longary. No, no, no. Longueuil. Longay. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, no, that's not quite it, but... Um, but, but Matt is enough. fluent it's... in French. So, oh, okay, sorry, well, yeah. That... No, you've got that weird French-Canadian accent. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. it in proper French. He's doing French. proper French. Yeah, I apologize. All right, Say so one more time. Is long, it is Longary. <laughs> Longary. Yeah. Is like that? Yeah, you got it. You got it actually that time pretty, yeah. pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you've, you've just moved back home. Do you think of it as moving yeah. back home? No, I don't think of it like that because I don't I don't remember really anything much about living in Canada. And so I'm I'm here now and I'm remembering some stuff. I remember the cold air when you breathe in when mm. it's winter outside. And then I remember the cold fingers when you walk around in the cold outside. Okay. And then I, and I'm remembering the cold face that you get when you also walk around outside. It sounds to me like you've never been cold in Australia. No, I mean not in the way that you feel. I've I've felt cold even in just the last five days that i've been here it's a different cold yeah. it's much like australians I, say the sun's different in australia D- buy yeah. buy some of our sunscreen and you want to bloody put it on because the sun's different mate that's what people say here they said sun's different in australia oh <laughs> yeah yeah but, it, I but know, it has i've never like, heard anyone say that before but oh yeah, it, yeah. The sun's different here mate. is that why because there is that stereotype of like english backpackers looking like tomatoes yeah and that's because they're using yeah. English sunscreen? Sun's different here, mate. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, a different did, sun, mate. I did not realise that. It's a different sun. But it's because we're under the hole in the ozone. That's though, right. It? It'll burn you. It, it is the ozone. But why the is sun. that here? You're some sort of scientist, aren't you, Al? Why, oh, why yeah. does Australia have the hole? 
Uh, I guess God felt like we deserved it. Yeah, okay. Do you are. That is say, very scientific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say we, though, because, but I've, I've moved away. You've you left. Know, because mm. You've left yeah. us, and I am not... I haven't forgiven you yet, but I'll get there in time. Yeah, but you know what? I haven't forgiven you for staying. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. The way the show works is I ask a relatively obscure trivia question. Our contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. I then read their answer as well as the real one, and I have to guess which one is correct. The first question comes from listener Rachel Ball from London in the UK. And Rachel's question is, what does carcinization mean? What does carcinization mean? And while they're writing their answers, oh. I'll explain how the scoring works. So you get one point if your fake answer is guessed by the other contestant, and another point if you correctly guess the answer. And by the way, I'm also playing as the house, and I've put in two of my own fake answers for each question with the help of the question writers, and I get a point for each one of those that our guests choose. So each of us can score up to two points per round, which seems fair, but the probability actually favours me, the house. That's why, in the final round, the guests get triple points. Uh, to give them a chance to really level things up, because the house always wins otherwise. That's not really true. House is pretty hopeless. Anyway, our questions come from our great Patreon supporters, and if you want to submit a question, sign up on any level via patreon.com slash pod, which is linked in the show notes. All right, the answers are in for question number one. What does carcinization mean? A phenomenon in which patients present symptoms of slowly turning into Carson daily. <laughs> What a reference. Carson Daly. Just quickly Googling. He's like a he's like a TV <laughs> guy. Matt's Matt's saying that so that he doesn't we don't think it's the house that runs. That's that. an American TV host. No, I I just I hadn't looked it up, but um that's the real answer. Option two, uh the lamestream media spreading lies about perfectly healthy habits like smoking or drinking being carcinogenic. <laughs> oh. The theory that multiple different animals have evolved into crab-like creatures. Oh. Oh. I'd like it's the, that. the process by which lower socioeconomic scholarship recipients at Ivy League schools slowly become more ha- uh, more preppy, i.e. becoming like a Carson. Or finally... Oh, interesting. A Bushism. <laughs> George W. Bush accidentally coined it, uh, and it means to get into a car. Jesus. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. He has said some I mean, truly batshit stuff. You know what I love about this is that even if, if that's not true, I love the idea of, of, of bringing back George W. Bush can't speak well jokes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, you should uh, stay involved in the Do Go On podcast network because uh, we yeah. never let it go. We love him. Oh, I love that. He's, you know, he's one of, I mean, that was a, when you look back now, you think, that was a beautiful time. A yeah. guy who just misspeaks. Constantly. And he's the yeah. leader of the free world. I see a lot of oh. it uh, myself in him <laughs> yes. in that way. Um, I, the only thing is I'm not the leader of a free world. Or much yet. at all, really. Yet. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. Our favourite is the one where he, he's like <laughs> halfway through the um, Fool Me Twice saying. <laughs> oh, and yeah. he either, re- either loses his place or he realises he doesn't want to give the soundbite of saying... I'm, like I'm a fool or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so he yeah. so he, he stops and he says uh fool me once. Uh he doesn't yeah, he doesn't want to say shame on me or something. Yeah, yeah. But he ends up being going 
Can't get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get fooled again. Can't get fooled again. And he really leans into it, pushes his hand yeah. forward just to sell it. That's so great. That is very good. I, my, one of my faves was probably one of Letterman's faves. So that's where I saw a bunch. But it was, uh, I remember we were in Africa recently and we went to a park in Botswana. <laughs> yeah, Botswana. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just the way, yeah, they're the best, those ones where you just lent into them, they were real fun. (laughs) They were all the other classics, like our uh, uh, putting food on on their family instead of on the table. Yeah. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now (laughs) Watch This Drive's a classic. Now Watch This Drive. Yeah. Now Watch This Drive, of course, beautiful. (laughs) Just so many, like, yeah, it's just, it's probably not ideal he's in such a powerful position, but if he was just some guy... Then you wouldn't know about him because he wouldn't be so famous. True. I think the funny... I think it's worth... Yeah, the funny things he said were worth having an an incompetent Yeah, I think the comedy is in the fact that that's the president. Yeah, that's true. Um, So, Bushism is one of the answers, but now I've forgotten what the others were. Yeah. Um, Don't worry, all that will be edited out, I'm quite sure. Because half half my listeners are big Bush fans. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, yeah, of course. And they don't want... want, Yeah, i got a lot of Bush heads. heads... And they don't necessarily yeah. want to hear me saying that he was incompetent. I have no fucking idea if he was incompetent. I couldn't yeah. run a no. I couldn't run a fucking restaurant. Right. <laughs> like I can't I can't bloody manage my own calendar. Running a restaurant I think would be quite difficult. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's not the same as running a world. Yeah, that's true. Or a country. Yeah, no. that's true. Yeah. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, so, yeah. So you're right. But then again, you would you do have a lot more helpers running a country. True. Is he doing anything? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and he's managed to, I think, help his image by just becoming a painter. Ah. And he's like you a know decent painter, is he? Well, I don't know if he's good, but <laughs> but it's it's very interesting like, to ha- see Like, is he painting houses from, like, or is he painting pictures? Like, he's painting portraits of, portraits. like, leaders that he met and, like, and like war veterans and things like that. Yeah, I'm it's Googling so, it. It's, it's very interesting. You say war veterans? I think so. That is. I don't know if that's. He did one to Johnny Howard. If that's his, he's done it. He's done a Putin, which is pretty good. Oh yeah. If that's his self-portraits, that's good. That is good. So he's much kinder to himself than to Tony Blair or Putin. But at least you can, you can tell who they are. And if I painted them, you wouldn't know who they are. Remember when we were flying to a. Uh, on tour somewhere, Bob, and I drew a picture of Dave and I showed it to you and you and me cry. We couldn't stop laughing. It looked so... It was such a funny... I don't know why. It was such a funny... It kind of looked like like George Bush's Putin. Yeah. Only it was Matt Stewart's Dave. Anyway, we have got sidetracked. This is the first question. Yeah. Your options are phenomenon in which patients present symptoms of slowly turning into Carson Daly. Mm-hmm. Got lamestream media uh, making uh, spreading lies about healthy habits like smoking and drinking being carcinogenic. Feels right to me. Uh, mm. You got uh, multiple animals evolving into crab-like creatures. Uh, lower socioeconomic scholarship recipients at Ivy League schools slowly becoming more preppy, or the bushism about uh, to get in your car. How do you, mm. I, uh, it's about time I uh, carcinization. <laughs> And got yeah. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't bad. It um, is. I, mean, I was thinking it was almost, bad. 
Yeah. It's a oh yeah. But it is a pretty big word for him to say. Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry, my impersonation was bad. I think obviously. No, no, that was that's a great on. word. Al, do you want to guess first? Yeah, I look. I don't know, and mm-hmm. so and it might be dangerous to shift away from from ones about guys called Carson, <laughs> but 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 I'm gonna go with the crab one. Crab mm. one. How many of them were about guys called Carson? Just I think one. There was three. Okay, I thought there was only one as well. <laughs> I think there was three. <laughs> I think there was three. <laughs> I think, to I think there was there was Carson Daly. There was yes. There was carcinogenic. Carcinogenic. Oh, there was crabs. carcinogenic, which, which I was considering. I know I would have considered cons- that, but the the carcinogenic one is written like the lamestream media, and I was like, wow, it's probably not that then. It's probably yeah, probably not from a dictionary. Ooh, I mean, you don't know where on the internet this um this definition could, was found. That's right. But, uh, Fucking Jess. It could be a right wing dictionary. Oh yeah, of course. It could be. You know. I don't I know mean, where Matt think, gets his information. I well, think that's the diction- have- preferred dictionary for fifty percent of my listeners. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm gonna say the crab one as well. Couple of crabs? Couple of crabs. Yeah. All right. Here's who wrote the answers. Uh the Carson Daly one. That was Jess Perkins. And so you're oh familiar with gosh. this guy. The name vaguely rings a bell. Oh, uh, he was like um, he must have popped up in a bunch of like two thousands movies. I think I. I just, He's like a Ryan Seacrest type person, like just a, a TV yeah. presenter. I I think I've always confused him. I always pictured Troy Cassadaly, the oh. <laughs> that's yeah, different, the Australian country singer. Yeah, he once made an appearance at uh, Magpie Music in Bega uh, that morning that I went and uh, stood outside of it because they had a big. Uh, they had a big promotion on, and if if I was the first to be there, so I got up and was there at five a.m. Stood outside of uh, Magpie Music to get a five hundred dollar drum kit. Whoa! Whoa. Uh, but uh, Troy Castadelli was making an appearance later on and going to be playing outside for maybe the twenty fifth anniversary of uh, Magpie Music and Bega. So it was a it was a big it was a big day. Whoa. I, I I've never, never heard of Magpie Music. It sounds great. Love a bit oh, of Troy Castadelli. But you wrote a, uh, a couple of Chisel songs. Oh. <gasps> Did he? Yeah. Wow. And now his daughter's a musician as well. Jem Cassadaly. And he's Jem? Got, he's one of those guys, you know, you follow those older dudes online sometimes. Yeah. And they've just got, they can, you know, it could be anything, but he's just got this real nice presence. Oh, that's good. That's that's, that's always nice. a relief, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, the lamestream media one, that was the house. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Uh, as was the Bushism one. Oh. In particular, that was really? Rachel. <gasps> Rachel. Wrote the Bushism one. So, we might be right. Uh, the one about uh, lowest socioeconomic scholarship recipients at Ivy League schools, so they're becoming more preppy. That was Alistair Trombley Virtual. <laughs> Is that oh Carson? Was that Carson related? That it was another Carson name at the end. It does say, i.e. Becoming, becoming like a Carson. A Carson. What is, yeah, a what Carson. is like? I didn't question it because i i thought yeah it might have been clear to a maybe canadians which 50 percent of my yeah. audience is it could it could be my current location in north america but carson's to me sounds like the name of somebody who would go to an ivy league uh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. right like carson you know, daly and, and maybe would dress preppy in a, in a preppy kind like of like carlton sort of from um, yeah Fresh Prince. exactly like carlton but i was picturing a white guy yeah 
the uh, same outfit, like a, a sweater over the shoulders. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That is yeah, preppy. Yeah. That is all preppy. You yeah. occasionally rock that preppy look, or you did one time. One time. Uh, you, you just head to toe in Tommy Hilfiger and uh, yeah. Ralph po- Loren Polo? Uh, have I said this? Uh, the correct answer is evolving into crab-like creatures. <gasps> Hooray! So you both points, 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 points. You both had a hot start. And Al, you say you did not know that one? I did not know, but I knew of the phenomenon. Yeah, because I, I had the thought into. that you maybe might have... Uh, Stumbled across that because he's a scientist. Because he's yeah, he's in uh, a, he's got an interest in so- the sciences. Uh-huh. I, I do have an interest. I mean, it it kind of like you know would have made sense. I think, uh, but I I didn't I couldn't make the the direct uh, transfer between you know the understanding what the word meant and the thing. But it sounded like it could make, mean like you know your outside gets hard and you kind of get <laughs> you get round and you, you, your fingies get all pinchy. <laughs> you get round. You know when you get hard, you get round, you, know, you get pinchy. You get hard, you get round and your <laughs> fingers get a bit pinchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, the word carcinization. Do you know about the etymology of that? I'm not... Because I, I was thinking like can't, you know, the cancer and the crab is... If it was ah. cancerization, but carcinite. Anyway, I'm sure there's... Normally, I would explain it, but I, don't, I didn't find that. I'm going to tell people a little bit more about it, though, in a second. While you're writing your answer for question number two, which comes from Alex from Perth. Uh, and the question is, which of these is a real species of fish? Ooh. These are Jess's favorite I fucking questions, love these. so I make sure I yes. include these whenever Jess Fish is have on. such stupid names. Oh, it's good, isn't it? I'm just going to let autocorrect do the work here. Yeah. Autofill. I'm just going to start with a word and see what autofill says because wow. it'll probably be a pretty good fish name. <laughs> While you're writing those answers or autofilling those answers, uh, here's some more info on all this crab evolution. A Scientific American writes, a crab-like body plan has evolved at least five separate times among uh, decapod or decapod crustaceans, a group, a group that includes crabs, lobsters, and shrimp. Carcinization is an example of a phenomenon called convergent evolution, which is when different groups independently evolve the same traits. It's the same reason both bats and birds have wings. But intriguingly, the crab-like body plan has emerged many times among very closely related animals. Yeah, so the that article suggests that... Uh, it says something like, maybe this is what uh, the perfect body looks like. Got an evolution anyway. So the answer in for question number two, which of these is a real species of fish? Uh-huh. Gobble guts. <laughs> oh, Brigadier catfish. Oh, love it. Judgmental mango fish. <laughs> Wet-bellied bobbler. Oh, that's good. Or sparkling Carolyn Marlin. Ooh. <sighs> Give me those again. Gobble guts. Fuck, I want it to be gobble guts. <laughs> Brigadier catfish. Yeah. Judgmental mango fish. Wet bed. Wet belly bobbler. Or sparkling <laughs> Carolyn Marlin. Because one time there was a sarcastic something fish. Fringe head. Sarcastic fringe head. one of the early head. ones, yes. Yeah, so and that true. was, and I was sure it couldn't be that because how could they assign a, a feeling or a tone to a fish? Sure. So maybe judgmental is, you yeah. know, maybe it's got a, a bit of a, it's like got a bit of side eye. Mm. So it's looking at you, it looks you up and down <laughs> yeah. like, are you wearing that? Got, and it looks like a that. mango. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's got that that kind of you know that blobfish frown. 
Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's looking at you sideways and you're like, oh my God, that fish is judging me. It's got resting blob yeah. face. <laughs> <laughs> I think just because um, uh, I, I want it so badly to be gobble guts. I love that yeah. so much that I'm just yeah, I'm just going for gobble guts because I You're I it want existence. it to be true. Yeah, it's you know, like you know how we have like the tawny frog mouth. So I say yeah. we, I meant you got you guys back we over there that. and down under. Um. <laughs> Did, you are guys, you now referring to Australia as Aussie? Hey, you guys yeah. down there in Aussie. Um, you ass. You, you, know, you ass. No, no, it's, it's you Aussies. No, the Americans you, will say. They'll call, they'll not call all, Australia not all Americans, Aussie. but they'll call oh. Australia Aussie. Aussie. Oh, right, right, right. I hate it. Yeah. No, it's not good. Yeah, yeah. If you want to shorten it's, it, just say Oz, I reckon. Sure. But well, not Aussie. But they, they, wanna, they don't want us to be confused. They might. But they think, feel like they're participating. Yeah, they, they, like they don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want to confuse like, us for Wizard of Oz, the land of True. Oz. That's why. Just say Australia. Jeez. You've got a lot yeah. of rules, Jess. Let Americans be. Fifty percent of my audience are Americans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that support jo- George W. Bush, yeah. Well, if, if you're overseas and somebody says, "Oh, whereabouts are you from?" Do you say, "I'm Aussie"? No. I say I'm Australian. I, co- I say I come from Aussie. I come. I come from Aussie. I, I say I come Aussie. from a land down under where women blow and men chunder. Is that the word? Something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't think you need to know all of, all the words, you know? Yeah, yeah. You, you just know, have to know, there. he just smiled and gave me a Vegemite sandwich. That's the one you have to really yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. So, yeah, I'm going gobble guts. Okay. Locking in gobble guts for Bob, for Jess. What about you, oh, Alistair? You know, gobble guts does sound good, but, yeah. Um, let's see. I mean, I might go the judgmental because now I know that in the inficient... Nomencl- nomenclature nomenclature how does that word go Coming no idea up. nomenclature uh that sometimes you can put an emotion in there yeah now is that crazy what now what i could be stumbling upon is that so that's something just that matt discovered when he did an earlier episode mm. you know you know that is a thing uh but you know what that's a risk i'm willing to take You're what, yeah You've, you can't you got to play this with an open heart yeah be, be until at least someone uh, uh, draws you into their trap. At least until that point, yeah. you've got to have an open mind. Once you've, after that, feel very paranoid. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. better than moment. You're one from one at the moment, so you just got to trust sure, what sure, you're sure. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm happy to be lured into a trap like a judgmental fish eating a mango. You know, like <laughs> yeah, that yeah that's right. All right, here's who wrote the answers: Sparkling Carolyn Marlin. That was Alistair Trombo Birchall. <laughs> Good stuff. Can you believe it? God damn it! Sounds like. A country rock star. Sparkling Carolyn Marlin. <laughs> I'd go see yeah, her I was, perform for sure. Yeah. yeah, she'd show you, you know, how strong she is. She'd <laughs> I don't know what that was supposed to be. How Forget strong it. she hey, is. Uh, yeah, she she lifts know. weights on stage. It's very cool. <laughs> I, f- I feel like that's what Marlins, Marlins do. You know, they're always, they're always having guys tug at them. <laughs> Wet-bellied bobbler. That was the house. That's good. Uh, as was the Brigadier Catfish. <gasps> uh, specifically, oh. Alex wrote that one. The Judgmental Mango Fish, which Al went for. That oh. was Jess. <laughs> <gasps> I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> it was... She just set quite an elaborate trap there. 
explaining. I, I love like the that. genius of explaining your your working out, but not obviously saying this is my reasoning. But you may as well have. Yeah. Uh, and that also means Jess is correct. It's gobble guts. Yes. No, I'm just oh, so happy yes. that. Oh, that's sorry. That wasn't a gloating. Yes, Al. It's a yes. It I'm so happy that gobble guts exist, and I want to look them up. I bet they're really ugly. Jess, I yes. think it's okay for you to be a little bit happy as well that you okay, got Okay, great. Because I am. I fucking you know, got you. <laughs> you. You deserve joy too. Despite everything you've done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a weird uh, nothing fish. Oh, really? Is that oh, a gobble yeah. guts? But that's see. also a gobble guts. Gobble yeah. I love them still. Fish. Yeah, they're... Gobble um, guts fish. Oh, yeah. it looks like it probably can open its mouth... Yeah, I don't mind it. I it's got a nice amount of chunk, which is yep. what yeah. I really favour in a in an animal. It does have a bit of a judgmenty kind of judgmental look in its face. And so, it is I would say it's almost mango shaped. Yeah. And I know, but have you heard that it's a potential threat to prawn stocks in Swan and Canning Rivers? Oh wow. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, so you know, maybe yeah. sort of put a cap on that excitement. Yeah, I take that back. I take it all back. All right, that brings us yeah. up to question number three, which comes from Colin Campbell from King of Prussia, Pennsylvania? Is that really the name of a place, Al? King of Prussia. You're in North yes, America it is. now. Yes, it is. Yeah. Wow, you're not yeah, too yeah. far from Pennsylvania Let me either. check the phone book. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Colin's question is, She-Hulk has an arch nemesis that works in a normal job. What's their villain name, their job, and their power? Oh, Wow. Okay. Yeah. So She-Hulk, Al, are you familiar with comic book characters? She's the uh, she's like the cousin of uh, Hulk. Yep. And, and so was she? She's a lawyer. Uh, yep. Uh, but also can uh, is is big and green. Yeah, I've I've sort of seen the previews to the TV show. Um. Now, um, was was she also caught in a nuclear blast? Uh. I th- I, I think there's different backstories, probably. Most comic book characters have retconned. So, I mean, I can't be too specific. Yeah. Obviously, I have a lot of answers for you. And while you're writing those answers, I'll let the audience know a bit more about Gobble Guts. According to Alex, they are small with large mouths uh, that they use to store their eggs. The name Gobble Guts was given as it sometimes appears the male is eating its own eggs. Glad it only appears. The Gobble Guts has an almost translucent an almost translucent grayish white body with a row of diagnostic black spots along the lateral line and a diagonal stripe behind the eye. They are relatively small fish growing to a maximum size of 12 centimeters. It is the most abundant fish species in shallow seagrass beds around Perth. That's great. That was a Perth question. Uh, this episode was initially going to be live in Perth. So that would have been so handy then. <laughs> All right, the answer in for question number three. She-Hulk and Al, uh, probably in fairness, you should know that that is Jess's favorite comic book character. I don't think I she knows did. anything more about it than the name, but... I, I don't need know to that, know more. Actually. It's perfect. I did know that. Yeah. Uh, She-Hulk has an arch nemesis that works a normal job. What's their villain name, their job, and their superpower? Handsome Jack, <laughs> a bank manager come bank robber oh. who uses his handsomeness to talk his way into banks after hours, 
and complex financial lingo to put the security <laughs> guards to sleep. Ooh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he t- how, do, how does he talk his way in then, I wonder? Well, anyway, he's just so wanna... charming and handsome. Well, he, he uses his handsomeness. Oh, yeah. So he uses his handsomeness to get in. Yeah. But then what's he getting in? Is that, is that for, to get through the doors, the locked That's doors? to get through the door, <laughs> I guess. And then use this complex the security guards. financial jargon. Yeah. Yeah. That puts the security guards to sleep. Yeah. And then yeah, the rest, right. That's you know. Easy. Was, well, it all makes sense now, yeah, from then on. Stick in a USB, <laughs> take all the money. I should, Al, yeah. I don't have any more info than what's in front of me, okay? So. You know, absolutely. I, you know what? I, I It was just curiosity that led me to the. Well, I killed the I cat, know. Al. Do you want to be a dead cat? Just I, a question. I mean, just it would a be question. Interesting for Jesus a day. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> uh, you got Dr. Bob Doom. A dentist who inserts mind control fillings into his wealthy clients. Uh, he's a distant relative of the more famous Doctor Doom. Then you got. Sorry, wasn't he Doctor Doom? He's Doctor Bob Doom. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my apologies. I missed the Bob. <laughs> I think there's rumours that maybe Doctor Doom might be a new MCU mega villain. Right. Uh, if I've uh, really? gleamed anything the guy- from the. Weekly Planet podcast. The guy from the from the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I might be thinking of someone else. Maybe you're thinking of MF Doom. MF Doom, the... Yeah. Motherfucking Doom? The yeah, rapper. Yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that him? Yeah. But it, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wears a mask as well. Do you reckon yeah. they're related? Maybe the Doom family's just really big. It's very... Big. I mean, it's with they're, three they're, members... Yeah. Mm. That's they're a like big the family. They're That's a very, they're a very fa- pr- prestigious family. Yeah, a lot of successful people in it. Maybe, yeah, maybe they're not that big, but ev- you know, the quality. They're a, a quality family, not a quantity family. That's right. Yeah. Uh, next option, Gwendolyn, who's a gynecologist, <laughs> whose superpower Ooh. is X-ray vision. Oh, probably Ooh. quite handy as a gynecologist. That'd be really handy. Well, yeah. You, you don't want to be too handy as a gynecologist. Yeah, but I mean... And you don't need to be when you've got x-ray vision. A lot of things, um, mm. you know, a lot of things that a gynecologist would do uh, would require some fairly invasive tests. Mm. That's right. So, it would, it would actually be... I'd love a gynecologist who has x-ray vision, just has a look and goes, oh, no, you're fine. Do they... Because do, x-ray... I always assume that the x-ray just sees the bones, right? But do you reckon x-ray vision, they can just dial it up and down? Because... There is an old thing of like being able to see through clothes with X-ray vision. Yeah, is that kind of w- mm. what would have to work here? Because do a gynecologist aren't that worried about the bones, are they? Depends. Yeah. <laughs> but I Depends guess Superman can like. A it's like. Bony v- it's not just, it's just X-ray. It's that's just a word that superheroes use to for simple people like stuff. us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe you maybe maybe what's the person's name? Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn can choose yeah. between X-ray, MRI, CT. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, yeah. Honestly, that would be good. That I, would had be MRI, I had my first MRI recently for my knee, and it was a, uh, it was a, a strange thing. I've it's never just had a lot of MRI. clicking sounds, like quite loud clicking sounds. Yeah. They put headphones on. He put headphones on and played uh, played some tunes. Is is the MRI? Is you were there for quite a while. Yeah. About fifteen <laughs> minutes. Yeah, it was just. It was just a click track. Just a metronome. Yeah, yeah. yeah they put a 
Like they put on some tunes and then all the doctors couldn't help it, but get their get their fingers a clicking. Yeah, snapping along. It was like they were playing Up Down Girl by yeah. Billy Joel. Up Down Girl. Up Down That's Girl. That's a good song. Is that not up what it down is? Girl. Up, up Down, down girl. girl. She rides in the lift in at the yeah in a building with a lift around girl. girl. <laughs> all right, you've got Gorgesina. Uh, the attractive Supreme Court TV judge uh, who had the power to make holes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, it feels it feels good. That feels right. I mean, Gorgeous yeah. Cena would be a, a great partner for Handsome Jack. Gorgeous Cena. Oh. You know, another attractive yeah. one, but also ha- handy to rob banks with the holes. The mm. hole-making power of Gorgesina. Well, I mean, holes in a wall, holes yeah. in a floor. Yeah. Yeah, that's you what know? he's saying. I mean, feels, <laughs> yeah, oh, right. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, you're explaining what Matt's getting at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can even put holes in the money if you wanted to. No! Holes, <laughs> holes in the cops. Holes, holes in, the cops. in the cops. Yes, not holes in the money. Yes. It, well, yeah, no, it, it doesn't <laughs> say, but is that is Gorgesina's real power that she has a gun? <laughs> Got the power but to make holes. Well, it's just a weird yeah. way of saying I've got a gun. I've got a gun. <laughs> yeah. Or finally, Healthy Helen. She's a puppeteer Ooh. who goes to schools to teach kids about health. Only her puppets are possessed by demons. Uh, <gasps> this was from one of those PSA comics, like the one with Spider-Man telling kids not to smoke marijuana or Daredevil telling you about the dangers of gas vapor. I'm going to need them again. Vapor. I've forgotten them all. Handsome Jack. Dr. Bob Doom, Gwendolyn, Gorgesina, Healthy Helen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Healthy Helen, is she sending, you know, like those demons? Are they, like, do they do her bidding? Are they like, fly, my pretties? That kind of thing. I guess so, yeah. Meh. Yeah. Puppets. What do you think, Jess? Demon puppets. I think I might I mean, be I leaning guess... towards Dr. Bob Doom. <laughs> yeah. Because the others all sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Comics get pretty wacky. Yeah, true. I don't know if Gorgeous There was Cena one we one. had in the past where it was a guy who would um, weld. He was called Dog Welder, and his power was welding dead dogs to his enemies' faces. Jesus! Wow. Like, none of these are as weird as that. That's full on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm um, still going to say Dr. Bob Doom. Okay, great. Is it also uh, because it sounds like Australian comedian Bob Down? Yes, mm. Bob Doon. Yeah. It's Bob Down in a in a Boop Scottish Doon. accent. Yeah, uh, in, yeah. I mean, I guess the fact that he puts fillings in and it it does mind control just feels so right. Yeah, and it, and it and we already know there's a it, there's a Doom family inside the MC Doom. Marvels the MU. What's just That's the normal? Because right. I don't think it's not cinematic. Oh, I don't yeah. think it's cinematic. No, it's not really. cinematic. You know, but you know, some of their drawings can be almost oh, cinematic, very you know I mean? evocative, very provocative. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> bit of both, actually. You're right. Yeah. Um, so I'm also gonna go for Bob Doom. Bob Doom, because I know at least that it's not one that Jess has written, and then I can't <laughs> go through that shame again. You don't want to go for, for even though healthy I think that Helen Beck has written. Even though I think Beck, yeah, I was about to say, I keep saying Beck. What the fuck? Um, even though I know, yeah, I was pretty sure 
Jess had written Healthy Helen. <laughs> well, let's go through who wrote the answers. <laughs> Healthy Helen actually written by the house. Uh, no! With the help of Colin. Uh, Colin um, had the, the PSA stuff. That's good. Initially, the way uh, Colin wrote the answer was he said the arch nemesis was a dentist. So all of his answers were dentist related. Include Yeah, anyways. Yeah. Uh, so... Why am I giving you such a dull peek behind the curtain? I'm not sure. Uh, it was also a combination effort between me and Colin. A uh, handsome Jack, uh, the was bank manager, come bank robber. Um, oh, Gwendolyn, gynecologist, the X-ray vision. It was Jess Perkins. <gasps> I and like that. Yeah. Gorgeous Cena, who has the power to make holes, was Alistair Trombley Purchill. <laughs> you don't say. Meaning the correct answer was Dr. Bob Doom. <gasps> I can't believe it. Bob Doom. You two are on fire. Well, no, yeah, we're on fire when Al copies me. Yeah, that's true. You're three I mean, from three. I, yeah. Al got the first Plus, one right and you copied him. Just to, just in uh, fairness there, okay? I'm glad that there's somebody keeping track, you know? <laughs> keeping, so, keeping Jess in uh, line. After three rounds, the house is on zero points. ATB is on two points, but out in front on four points is Jess Perkins. Yes. <gasps> All right, here's God question four. This dang. comes from Kayla Hodquitz from Lemoyne in Maine. Again, this is quite close to you, Al, just south of the border for you. Oh, is it? I'm well, maybe it's I'm actually... I'm, if this goes well, I might head over if this, if this question goes well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if uh, if Kayla, if you if you know any crabs in the comedy <laughs> business, yeah, or or you know crabs that are willing to just have comedy around them, yeah, 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 that's right. They don't have to already be involved in in the biz, yeah. but no. they will be with so. a with a, a good sense of humor. Um, Kayla's question is: How is it thought that Wan Hu, an ancient Chinese official of legend, died? How did Wan Hu die? An ancient Chinese official of legend. All right, while you're writing your answers, here's a little more info about Dr. Bob Doom. According to Comic Vine, Robert Doom is a Latvian American distantly related to Victor Von Doom, who's the more famous one. And while a rather successful dentist, Robert fe- uh, felt envious of his cousin's wealth and power. I should say, he only makes like three appearances, and I think this spoils it all. So if you're about to read some of these comics... Uh, maybe skip ahead a minute. In an attempt to keep up with the Joneses, Doom formed his own supervillain plans. He studied mechanics, robotics, and weaponry technology. Then he created his masterpieces, neurotransceivers, miniature devices which would allow him to take over the nervous system of fellow humans. He started implanting these devices uh, to f- the fillings of his wealthiest clients. Spread around New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, in time he would control them and through them their fortunes. Carving his own kingdom and showing up Victor. That's Dr. Doom. He had not counted on a client accidentally damaging his transceiver and turning it into a miniature radio receiver. The client filed a legal suit. The lawyer assigned to the case was Jennifer Walters, aka She-Hulk, who soon discovered the case went further than malpractice. He had little chance in combat against her. She even bit through his adamantian lace drill. That's right. <laughs> According to Colin, bit. Quick, yeah, bit. So yeah. she hulk not only is big and strong, but she has strong teeth. Mm. And yeah. that I, that must have been you, mixed emotions from the dentist. 
you know you'd be like oh, oh yeah. glad you I'm glad you got strong healthy teeth but oh i wish you weren't defeating me with them yeah, was, yeah i wish it hadn't ruined my drill yeah <laughs> According to Colin, uh, after he did a quick Google search, he found that there is an actual Dr. Doom dentist in New Jersey. That I don't think I'd, oh. I'd run with that name as a health practitioner. No. Doom, Doom's no, got a negative connotation because of the comics, <laughs> I think. I, I know, but you, but you realise that, you know... Uh, there's there's a lot of fun to be had, but it's probably just a foreign name. You know, he's probably from a place where it doesn't mean something like, like that. Like Latvia. It, yeah, exactly. Probably means like, oh, uh, once worked as a dentist or something. Mm, yeah, that's right. <laughs> his, his name's probably Dr. Doctor or something like that in yeah. Latvian. Uh, while you're still writing your answers, let's go for a quick break. All right, we're back. And the answer in for question number four. How is it thought that Wan Hu, an ancient Chinese official of legend, died? He fell off the Great Wall during an inspection for the emperor, after which the builders, afraid of royal repercussions, hid the body in the wall itself. He strapped himself to a chair full of fireworks in an attempt to get to the moon. <laughs> he slipped on a banana peel and while trying to hide his embarrassment, <laughs> stepped backwards a bit too far and fell off a cliff. <laughs> uh, I think it's that one, Al. He yeah, was I've seen that episode of Roadrunner. <laughs> he was accidentally eaten by the emperor. What? Or he tried to prove that he could ride two horses at once, but when the horses veered off in different directions, he was torn asunder. Oh, not asunder. It <laughs> would have been like that, um, like that uh, Jean Claude Van Damme truck ad <laughs> where he does the splits. Oh, does he get torn asunder in that? <laughs> well, I, I didn't see the end. It's implied. It's, yeah. Okay, can I have those again? Asunder? Yes, you may. Uh, fell off the Great Wall, then got buried in the wall. Uh, strapped himself to a chair full of fireworks to try to get to the moon. Slipped on a banana peel, fell off a cliff. Accidentally eaten by the emperor. Or he uh, was torn asunder after trying to ride two horses at once. Two horses at once. You go first this time, Al. Yeah. Let's see, torn asunder. I mean, that's such a good word that it could be, you know, it almost has a, the whiff of the of, of the Perkins. Torn asunder. You, know? you think, torn thank asunder. you for thinking I would think, I don't, I've never heard that word in my life. So asunder. thank you for thinking that's me. <laughs> oh, whiff or is Perkins. that what she wants yeah. you to think? Oh, yeah, she's good. All right, well, then I'll pick it. No, no, wait. <laughs> um... I am going to go for, for me, it's either between the, you know, getting getting locked in the wall or chair with fireworks. And now that I think about it, if Asunder isn't Jess, Jess would go, what do I know about China? Uh, Great Wall of China. Guy gets locked in, locked in the wall of China. So I'm going to go fireworks on the chair. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. I love yeah. the workings out. Yeah. What about you, Jess? I'm going to go the one where he fell off the wall and ended up buried in the wall. <laughs> the one that you wrote? I'm going to go for my own one. That's crazy. 
Right, Jess. Well, I've not fallen for that one. <laughs> You're going a long way to make a point, but whatever. <laughs> All right, here's the, right, the answers. Uh, tried to prove that he could ride two horses at once, but he was torn asunder. That was the house. Oh, that's that's a torn fun asunder. Phrase. So good. Uh, accidentally eaten by an emperor. That was Al. <laughs> accidentally yeah. eaten. Can you talk us through that <laughs> scenario? Uh, you know, I I thought we could we could you know we could figure out a way in which that could happen. I th- yeah, know, maybe, maybe he like he fell asleep in a in a big pot in a pot, and then that nobody yeah. checked in the contents of the pot when they went to make soup. Yeah, yeah, or it was like you know, or they were like they were about to slow cook something, and they just he was near the meat, and they. <laughs> And there was a lot of meat, mm-hmm. you know. They just put him in there. He tried. The he meat. he was yeah. really tired, and he had a quick nap. But the lights were off. He didn't realize he was napping on the spit. And exactly, yeah. And he, yeah, he's like, I'll just uh, skewer myself with this. Yes. Um, just have a nice old rest. And and a lot of people enjoy sort of a, a gentle rocking. Yeah. Like a hammock yeah, to fall asleep. Exactly. He actually preferred to. Fully rotate. Yeah, just do a full. Yeah, yeah. Just do a full three sixty. And then he just went to sleep and had nice dreams of being in a warm place. And yeah, Mm. it's not a bad way to go. Yeah, it's a rotisserie, right? Is 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 what he was doing rotissing? I guess so. He was rotisserating. But yeah, rotisiesting. Oh yeah, rotisiesta. Fuck it, that's good stuff, Al. Um, but but you know that's the thing is that you'd be on the flame and probably every now and then you'd be like oh I'm getting really dry <laughs> but then somebody would probably like pour some liquid on you yeah like, they have that you. base and you'd be like oh no that's no I won't wake up oh that's that feels good, good actually mm. uh, slipped on a banana peel fell off a cliff that was just Bergens oh of course <laughs> of course. <laughs> Why did I co- complicate it so much? Because he d- he slipped on a banana and then he recovered from that. It's a bit of a it's a bit yeah. of a like a it's a yeah. what's it called? It's like <laughs> a rags like a rags to riches. <laughs> yes, it's a he, rags stepped, to riches. he stepped out of the frying pan into the fire, sort <laughs> of thing, which is where yeah. that other guy was sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Um, Before he got eaten. But yeah, the one thing Jess knows about China bananas, <laughs> uh, they have cliffs. Uh, yeah. Very cliffy place. A very cliffy very place. Very cliffy. Yeah. yeah. Almost as cliffy as that Australian runner who yep. wore gumboots. Yep. Oh, is that what his name was? Cliffy? Cliffy. Um, I love that guy. Jess went for the Great Wall of China fall. Oh, this is not so you weren't too far off, Al, because <laughs> Jess did write one about a guy falling. Uh, that yeah. was Kayla, a.k.a. The oh, House. Oh, you got me, Kayla. Meaning the correct answer is strapped himself to a chair full of fireworks <laughs> in an attempt to get to the moon. So Al gets the yeah. point there. Well done. Yeah. And The good. House is also on the board. Thank you, Jess. And thank you, I was Kayla. Saved by, I was saved by Jess's, um, you know, I, I know that she loves to pick for things that don't sound too crazy. And the fact that this one was crazy enough to, <laughs> yeah. to you know, to, to veer Jess off saved me and has yeah. given me one extra point it veered to jess off to jess. and tore her asunder tore me asunder mm, absolutely tore you asunder all right we're up to question number five this one comes from claire hazard from falkirk in scotland al absolutely i think that's tore, a little bit jess north a new sunder <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh wait wait where is this sorry I, I falkirk was, I was in scotland 
<laughs> Falkirk. Oh yes. Well, if if this goes well, I might send a letter there. <laughs> All right. Question five. What was the name of the sixth track on the 1966 country album The Lovin' Machine by artist Johnny Paycheck? Johnny Paycheck. The album is The Lovin' Machine. The Lovin' Machine. And we're going for track number six. Track number six. It's not the title track then. That's usually track number one. Yeah, this is, well, this is a key track. Then. Track what? six, maybe maybe track one side two, perhaps. What kind of genre are we talking? Do you, did Country. you tell us that? Country. Uh, Claire makes the note. Fantastic name, Johnny Paycheck. Incredible. And I'm with you all the way on that one, Claire. While you're writing your answers, here's some more info about Wan Hu. According to NASA, with the help of many assistants, a lesser-known Chinese official named Wan Hu assembled a rocket-powered flying chair. Attached to the chair were two large kites, and fixed to the kites were 47 fire arrow rockets. On the day of the flight, Wan Hu sat himself on the chair and gave the command to light the rockets. 47 rocket assistants, each armed with torches, rushed forward to light the fuses. In a moment, there was a tremendous roar accompanied by billowing clouds of smoke. When the smoke cleared, Wan Hu and his flying chair were gone. No one knows for sure what happened to Wan Hu, but it is probable that if the event really did take place, Wan Hu and his chair were blown to pieces. Fire arrows were as apt to explode as to fly. According to Wiki, he is described in modern sources as the world's first astronaut by having been lifted by rockets in outer space. The crater Wan Hu on the far side of the moon is named after him. And according to Kayla, Wan Hu probably didn't exist, but it's fun to imagine. And the Mythbusters did an episode on it. Did that show make it to Australia? Sure did, Kayla. I watched a couple of episodes of that at some point, but it was quite a popular oh, yeah. show here. Uh and Kayla says, also, my fake answer, the one that Jess picked, is steeped in legend too. When workers died building the wall, they would sometimes be buried inside of it. So, yeah, okay. Kayla got you with some, some true facts. Fucking got me. It was absolutely steeped in legend in the way that those people were steeped in Great Wall of China. Um, that doesn't make any sense. But... Um, you know, but they say he might was the first astronaut to to be in order to be an astronaut. You got to make it to either eighty kilometers up or a hundred kilometers up, depending on whether or not you're American. What about a hundred kilometers down? Um, that's a reverse astronaut. <laughs> the reverse astronaut does sound like a sounds sexy. A, an Urban Dictionary sort of sex position, doesn't it? It's called an astronaut, but it's got two S's. Oh. Reverse <laughs> astronaut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, the answer in for question number five. What was the name of the sixth track on non- Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. sixty-six country album, The Love Machine, by artist Johnny Paycheck. Coochie, coochie, cooch. <laughs> Rootin' tootin' boots to scootin'. <laughs> All you need is gloves. Oh. I'm not here for love. I'm just here for the brackets, Johnny. Close brackets, paycheck. Or pardon me, <laughs> open brackets, I've got someone to kill. 
Close brackets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pardon me. <laughs> These are all incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I want them all to be real. This is an AP ready to go. Yeah. Sorry, coochie coochie. Yeah, we need to hear him again. Coochie coochie cooch. Oh, okay. Rootin' tootin' boots to scootin'. All you need is gloves. I'm not here for love. I'm just here for the Johnny paycheck. (laughs) Or pardon me, I've got someone to kill. (laughs) Oh, God, that's good. I honestly love all of these. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Mm. realistically, what's it going to be? I'm a big fan of third person talk. I'm just here for the Johnny paycheck. (laughs) That's so funny. All you need is gloves. Um, yeah. yeah, but like I, I don't know More enough info about. Required. Yeah, I don't know enough about Johnny Paycheck to know if he's like a parody kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if your name's I mean, Johnny like, Paycheck, maybe you are a little bit parody. I'm assuming that that is, you yeah. know, that's a song about rodeo riding. Oh, you know, they oh, probably right. wear gloves. Probably. Oh, I. But you also. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was about going out with and. Uh, Covering up your cold fingers. Oh, oh yeah. God, you and is your this, cold fingers. Do you think this could be a Canadian country singer? Well, I mean, you probably know, someone Canada who goes to the is a country Calgary stampede. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think the chances are high. You know, it's it speaks English. Um, you know, Canada is a country. Uh, huh. You know, all the things are lining up so far. Mm. Mm-hmm. They both start with C. Oh yeah. Rootin' tootin' boots to scootin', coochie coochie cooch. Pardon me, I've got someone to kill. They're your five options. I mean, you read three just then. Well, because I've been working my way up through them. Oh, I see, I see. I see uh, I'm see, not see. here for love, I'm yep. just here for the Johnny Paycheck. Yes. All you need is, is gloves. gloves. I'm going to go to someone to kill. <sighs> yeah, that's so good. Just to, I, I would quite like that one as well, but I'll choose something different. Um, I think it might be coochie coochie cooch. Okay. I want it to be, I want Al to be right though. <laughs> coochie, coochie, cooch. I should say there's a, a hyphen between coochie and coochie, but none between coochie and cooch. Yeah, that feels right. Yep. You probably were picturing it that way. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all you need is gloves. That's the house. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> I was, I was uh, intending to put more work into it and I thought, you know, maybe a bit of mystery is fun. You know, yeah. the thing is that if it had been glove... I feel like without the S at the end, it would have made more sense in a kind of romantic album kind of context. Right. All you need is a glove. You know, because then, then you're like, you're about to have protected sex, maybe. Oh, right. Or maybe it's a Michael yeah. Jackson one, because he, he's he only ever wore oh, one. It, sure. Yeah. Well, but if that was a Michael Jackson song, that would make more sense then. Mm. But, it's not, but it it's might have been Johnny Paycheck serenading yeah. oh, Michael that's Jackson. True. Mm-hmm. Telling him what he already does and that's all he needs. Yeah. Well, he needs glove, mate. Mm. Uh, I'm not here for love. I'm just here for the Johnny Paycheck. That was Jess Perkins. <laughs> that's very good. Love third person talk. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, root, root and toot and boots for scooting. That was Claire. Okay, the house. Oh, that's good. Oh, so good. one of us is yeah. right. <gasps> Jess went for Coochie oh Coochie gosh. Cooch, which was Alistair Trombley Birchall. Oh! Meaning, oh. Al, you were correct. Pardon me. I've got someone to kill. <laughs> I'm Gosh, so happy. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's a winner. Thank you, Jess. It was exactly what you wanted it to be, Bopper. Good stuff, Al. Coochie, coochie, cooch. Because it's terrible. But <laughs> but you'd be yeah. like, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. More, yeah, so than, just depend- more so than all you need is gloves. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
it it may it turned that guy into somebody that you didn't want to make love to. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, Whereas coochie coochie cooch. I want to make yeah. love. <laughs> I'm ready. But this, but the real one is. Pardon me, I've got someone to kill. <laughs> yeah, it's just like he's being very polite. Yeah, I'm, I'm picturing it like at a, a soiree. Yeah. Oh, pardon, so, me. pardon me. Pardon me. I've got someone to kill. Yeah, I got I, a Molziano. He's on a date. He's one on one with somebody, you know, uh, possibly a, a a lady lover. But you know the other context where you might say, "Pardon me," like if you burp or fart. So oh, yeah. I imagine he does a big burp and then says, "Pardon me, I've got someone to kill." <laughs> oh, pardon me. And then he shoots me. his own his own his own rude um, sort of stomach. Yeah, yeah. For being <laughs> so rude, stomach. his rude stomach, which yeah. also just relieves all the gas. How dare you yeah. be so rude? Like, because they do that. Cowboys, you see, like, sometimes they have to, like, if a, a cow's eating clover or something, and, the, you know, their stomachs have really gassed up, they'll have to, like, pierce the stomach to relieve the pressure. So maybe they do that to themselves as well. If they're feeling That's particularly true, yeah, bloated. Yeah. Why doesn't the horse just fart? <laughs> Stupid yeah. horses. Great question. I don't cows. That's what yeah. you're saying, not horses. Not I know horse seagulls boy. can't, so... I'm not sure if maybe a seagull is qu- closely related to a cow. And maybe I think so. Also yes. Is that when yeah. they, people feed them Panadol or whatever? Yeah. That they, they, they can't let gas out. That's a crazy system of a body. Yeah. But they have cloacas, don't they? Probably. That's right. Absolutely. Which you think Listen is a great system. do go on episode. That I think they do. I love that as a system. I think it's the, the best general. All right. We're up to question number six. Should just say, quick score update. There's been a bit of movement. The house on one point, Jets on four points. But out in front now on five points, Alistair Trombley Birchall. I mean, two, I don't think I've ever been in front this late. Two questions to go. Here's question six. This comes from Stephen D from Harlem in the Netherlands. And Stephen's question is, why were Dutch police called to a typically quiet suburb in the city of Eindhoven at 2 a.m. on August the 21st, 2023? Why were Dutch police called to a uh, typically quiet suburb 2 a.m. on August 21st, 2023? While you're writing those answers, let me tell you more about Johnny Paycheck and his song. According to Claire, Johnny Paycheck's real name, disappointingly, was Donald Eugene Little. However, it seems his son, John Paycheck, carried on his stage name and also became a country star. Uh, Claire would recommend falling into the rabbit hole of looking up his album and song titles... Some potential for future questions, Matt. I did do that last night. There's a lot of gold in them hills. She also says, you've possibly even used him before. He seems too good to have not been mentioned before. But I don't think I have mentioned him before. Uh, The song's pretty grim, to be honest. But the first verse is a bit of fun out of context. And it goes, I know you'll excuse me if I say goodnight. I've got a promise to fulfill. Thank you for listening to my troubles. Pardon me, I've got someone to kill. Bit of fun. Bit of fun. Bit of fun. All right, here's question six. Why were the Dutch police called to a typically quiet suburb in the city of Eindhoven at 2 a.m. on August 21st, 2023? A resident reported the presence of drug dealers only for police to discover it was local youths playing Pokemon Go. (laughs) A group of neighbors had started loudly line dancing in the street. (laughs) <laughs> I'd call the cops on that if I wasn't yeah. included. do do and dip it do Yeah, if all my neighbours are outside coochie on the street cooch. and they're all doing the coochie coochie cooch yeah. 
And yeah. I'm like, the fuck was my invite? Yeah, yeah. I'd be, I'd That's call right. the cops. And then you'd call triple zero and say, I've got an emergency. Yeah, of course. And it's called FOMO. <laughs> yes. I said, I've got an emergency, officer. I've been bullied. Yeah, that's that's brutal. Uh, what about this one? A truck carrying beavers to the Amsterdam Zoo had overturned just by the Antique Clog Museum. <gasps> uh, <laughs> got a man. I woke- imagine that would be dangerous because the clogs are made of wood. Yes, and beavers eat the wood. beavers. Yeah, and they they're like, mm. we need these. That's why it would be an emergency. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. quick, like, quick. These are all gross are clogs. Like, they're sort of like mammalian termites. Mm. You don't want to get them in the walls of your in the in in the walls. No, no, don't want that. You don't want to get them in the walls of your clogs. On <laughs> the walls of your clogs. Uh, two more options. A man woke to find a herd of cows in his backyard. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, I mean, I wonder if that's it. It feels like it's not enough, doesn't it? I mean, I wouldn't know who to call. Maybe I would call yeah. the cops. Cow cops. Would you call cow cops? Who do you call Bovine for that? Cops. Mm. Bovine police force. Yeah. B- Bovine one one. BPF. Like no one one one. That's good. Uh, final <laughs> yeah, option: good. a masked vigilante named the Clogged Crusader was waking up the neighbourhood as he ran down the road chasing a robber in his wooden shoes. Clop, 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 I suppose. Would have gone. <laughs> so you got the Pokemon Go uh, drug dealers. You got the line dancing in the street. You got the beavers and the antique clog museum. Got the herd of cows in the backyard. Or the clogged crusader. Clipping and clopping. Well, clipping and I'm, clogging. Not picking, I'm not picking the clog, the, the uh, beavers, because I know that's Jess right there. That's how funny it was. Yeah. Uh, Do you think uh, the Clog Crusader would uh, would have trouble sometimes people confusing him for a constipated um, vigilante? <laughs> oh, the, oh, the Clogged Crusader. <laughs> yeah. I just think he should have workshopped the name I a little further. I did not get that at first. Clog Crusader does sound like it could be a good plumber name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and his gimmick is, or hers, is that they go around wearing wooden shoes. Jeez, yeah. they can't be comfortable. No, they should. Surely Even not. the softest yeah. wood, I would say, is Pretty too tough. hard for a shoe. Splinters, surely. Oh yeah. No, but but don't you think that the fact that they invented wooden shoes, but then stopped at that and didn't create wooden socks, wooden <laughs> pants, wooden underwear, wooden shirts, and wooden hats, makes Holland, a country full of cowards. Yeah, quitters, cowards. Yeah. Yep. Cowards oh. is very close to cow herds, which was one of the options. I'm going to choose cow herd. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. <gasps> no way. Yeah, I'm choosing, I'm choosing cow herd. <laughs> You're good at, No, Jess, don't do this to yourself. <laughs> I'm going cow herds. <laughs> Jess, it couldn't possibly be that. What do you Come think on. it is then? I, I think it's the Pokemon Go. In 2023, they were still playing Pokemon Go? Still available. They say it was, yeah, it's in um, August 2023. Yeah, yeah, I was playing it. I know, but what? Why is the, cow, the herd of cows making it to the news? Do they not have cows in, in 2023? Yeah, cows. Cows. In they were 2014. Yeah, I thought Pokemon Go was. I mean, yeah, people are still playing it, but 
I didn't. Um, it wasn't really in its height of. But yeah, maybe it's probably Pokemon Go. Whatever. It's probably not, but 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 maybe that's why it's so surprising. That but means I, neither I of you are going for either of the clog ones. I'm going to go for the beavers at the clog museum. You cha- you're changing but based on Jess, Al's bullying. Yeah, I'm about to Jess, call triple zero. I want to go. <laughs> Jess, Jess, don't don't pick the beavers. Why? That's my favourite hey? answer. Hey, Jess, I'm going to need you to lock. Jess, one don't pick your own answer. I'm going for the beavers at the clog museum because that's funny, and whoever wrote that deserves to be rewarded. Jess, don't do that. That's, not, almost what, that's the, not what anyone's asking. I you think to do. clogs <laughs> is the Dutch version of the Great Wall. You know, what's the one thing we know about China? Great Wall. Great what's wall. The, what's the, the one great thing we wall. know about Dutch? Clogs. 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 Yeah. Clogs. Because what and else is it like? Edam cheese or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, thing, isn't it? And also yeah, marijuana. Uh, <laughs> all right, here's who wrote the answers. The masked vigilante named the Clog Crusader. That was the house. Uh, the house Ooh. also wrote. Uh, the Pokemon Go one. So I'll oh go point to the house there. Group of neighbours uh, loudly line dancing in the street. That was Jess Perkins. <laughs> Were they wearing clogs? Yeah. Yeah. You just didn't have to oh. spell it out. That's why your writing is better and more efficient. I'm a very good writer. Uh, <laughs> a truck carrying beavers to the Amsterdam Zoo. <laughs> Jess went for that. That was Al. Really? And the one that <laughs> Jess initially went for, a man woke to find a herd of cows in the backyard, was correct. <laughs> Oh, my God. I knew that was Al because, well, it's pretty easy, actually, because every time I you start to say one that sounds a bit silly, I look at Al and he gets a little glint in his eye and giggles along with and me. And he winks. Yeah. He winks at you. But fuck, it's funny. His eyebrows um, raise a bit. But see, like, it was a slow news day if just a herd of cows were in a man's backyard. Mm. I mean, it also But isn't that a weird, in a the- suburb, imagine waking up, this girl yeah. was like, what is going on? A, a herd. herd like, not just one cow. One cow would be confusing. It's 30 cows. That's too many cows. In a suburban backyard. And I don't know who I would call. You wake up to that and you don't think the newspaper's putting that in the odd spot? I yeah. reckon it is. And I reckon they did. We know that they did. Uh, so that's <laughs> a point to the house there and a point to I house. Just, I'm actually amazed that that made it as a question on who knew it with Matt Stewart. Like, that's a huge journey that that has traveled, <laughs> that story of yeah. cows well, appearing I think in a backyard. Because Stephen, who wrote the question, lives in the Netherlands. It's, oh, that's probably yes. less, maybe less surprising. Well, no, of course. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. All right, but, we're up to the no, final no, question. <laughs> this one comes from Lewis Gamel from Glasgow. Oh, and we normally Gamble. finish with a movie synopsis question, but we're mixing it up this week. Uh, we want a book synopsis. Oh, yes. So the question is, what is the bizarre synopsis of the 1967 novel The Starlight Barking, which is the sequel to The 101 Dalmatians? You know, the uh, classic 101 Dalmatians? Yep. This, yes. is, this is its quite strange sequel. Sounds like it took a bit of a left Was turn. Wasn't the... The sequel, 102 Dalmatians? The movie one was, but the book one uh, was different. It's the 1967 novel, The Starlight Barking. While you're writing those. And, okay. you know, it's normally like two, three, four sentences long. Short paragraph. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. While your answers are being written, it was The Starlight Barking is the name of it, if, if you, that helps you. 
while the answer being written, here's some more info about these cows. Oh, actually, here's the article. Straight out of the NL Times. Residents of several streets in Eindhoven's Stratum district received an unexpe- unexpected surprise last night. About 30 cows escaped from their enclosure and meandered towards the city centre. The Eindhoven's Dagblad reported on Monday. The police had to intervene to stop their parade. The cows were probably spooked by music coming from a metal festival in the area. Late into the night, Eric Van Shankbril, a resident on Angelia Street, was woken up by an unusual sound saying, I really did not understand what was going on, so I stepped outside and suddenly I saw 30 cows in my backyard. This unexpected turn of events occurred around 2.30am. For a moment, I thought I was still dreaming, he said laughing. The police went to the scene and cordoned off the area to ensure the, the road safety. They managed to bring the cows into the parking lot of the Basic Fit Gym and... The wandering cows travelled from a meadow near Jennifer Parks, roughly a kilometre away. Eric speculated on the cause. It seems they were spooked by the music from the metal festival, uh, talking about Dynamo Metal Fest, which was held nearby at an ice skating rink. The music is very loud there, he remarked. After a while, I realised they were just fine in the parking lot, so I went back to bed. But it took a while before I could go back to sleep because of the noise. Uh, the cattle's owner was alerted and retrieved the animals. By daylight, Eric's photos revealed the parking lot's new state, which was littered with cow dung. Refe- reflecting on the event, he said, It was a crazy night. What a story. <laughs> I'm not surprised it made to this show. What a story. I don't know what Al wants. He wants something more than cows in a backyard? No, no, no. I actually like it because I feel like it, it changes my psychology of what I think will be... You know the answer on a do go uh, on a uh, who knew it question. Yes, uh, you gotta make you gotta keep it mixed up. Exactly, or else or else it's always look for the weirdest but more mm. you know most Possible. reasonable sounding one. Yeah, keep them guessing. Okay, the final answers are in for the final question. What is the what is the bizarre synopsis of the 1967 novel The Starlight Barking? Which is the sequel to The 101 Dalmatians. So, yes, this is a, a book synopsis. Here we go. After a rare supermoon, the town is inflicted with a strange curse of were Dalmatians. It's up to Pongo and his pups to find out what's causing it, and more importantly, find a cure. And along the way, they find out a little more about themselves and what it means <laughs> to be a Dalmatian. Pongo, obviously, everyone knows that Pongo is. Um, one of the do, key do pups. Well, yeah, there's the Dealey family. Every answer's got um, references to... I'm just surprised that everyone knows uh, <laughs> no specific details about this. Pongo and his adopted troop of puppies take a trip on maiden voyage of the Hindenburg. In the air, they discover Cruella de Vil is also aboard. With a crate of greyhound, she hopes to make into a moo-moo. <laughs> The pups convince the pilot to fly downwards towards some power lines, saving greyhounds from the fashion industry. I think she was going to make them um, make them be models. <laughs> the Dealey family and most of the Dalmatians of the first book still live in Cruella Deville's old house. One morning, the dogs find all other living things are unable to be awakened. Doors, gates, and machines operate on command, 
and the dogs can now fly and communicate with each other telepathically. <laughs> While the dogs are trying to keep the planet running, a lonely alien arrives and gives them a chance to leave Earth forever. Oh, man, I want that to be their own. The Me one. too. The Dealey family and their pet Dalmatians are living happily together until one day they hear distressing sounds from a nearby forest. Every creature in the forest is making the same strange barking noise. The family try to figure out the cause of the strange phenomena and end up discovering a sinister secret. <laughs> well, finally, a travelling circus comes to town and steals some of the Dalmatians for their show. The remaining dogs must steal and drive an old steam engine, the Starlight Barking, to pursue the circus train and save their family. Along the way, they realise that train travel is the best way to see the country, <laughs> and they go on adventures at each stop, dramatically slowing their pursuit of the circus, but at the same time significantly increasing their appreciation of the funny little thing we call life. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so a quick summary. We've got the Ware Dalmatians. We've got the Maiden Voyage of the Hindenburg. We've got the, uh, the Lonely Alien. And the dogs can uh, te- telepathically communicate. Mm-hmm. You've yeah. got the uh, forest, uh, the strange barking noise coming from the forest with a sinister secret. We've got the traveling circus coming to town and they get into train travel. Is this for the win? Uh, this is for the win. This is true points. This is oh, all is on this? the line. Still anyone's game. Wow. Apart is this from the house. Game? God. Oh, wow. The house can't win this? House can't win. But uh, you two. Can and will win. Yeah, one if, of us will it. win. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, wants to I'm going to pick thing. the aliens. Damn it, I want to pick the aliens too. You can pick the aliens too. But she's yeah. coming from behind. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. The reverse yeah. astronaut. <laughs> astronaut. <laughs> Do you want to pick the aliens and I'll pick something else? No, 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 no. Because then I'm if I... No, because then if that's the right one... I then I know, I'd but feel really you bad. You win. You you win on points, and I win through generosity. I don't want to win. But also, we're like you. You would be on level scores if Al didn't talk you out of picking the correct one before moving to his answer. So you know, yeah, there's a lot of play I guess, here. I what guess to if think I had about used incredible psychology on you. Okay, <laughs> let's not forget the judgmental mango fish. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's true. You both. Uh, you did, you're both you both got in each other's heads. Hey, complimenting me doesn't mean we're insulting you, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I oh, I can't remember any of the others now to change my. Uh, where Dalmatians, mm. Hindenburg, <laughs> uh, yeah, Lonely Alien, uh, the Sinister Secret coming from the yep. the forest or Traveling Circus. I'm going to choose Hindenburg. Hindenburg. All right. It's, yeah, Hindenburg. It's the right, I think it's the right thing to do. The, I mean, the 1960s, you know? Yeah, it was, a, it was a crazy time. All right, here's who wrote the answers. Uh, the rare super moon causing a strange curse of were Dalmatians. That was Lewis, aka the house. That's good. Um, I love the idea of a were Dalmatian. Mm. Then we had uh, also the house, the traveling circus coming to town. Down the Dalmatians for the show. I added the stupid bit at the end that they started loving train travel. That was really cute, though. That was very funny. Yeah, it was really beautiful, and they started enjoying life. <laughs> it's just a great way to see the country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
The strange noises coming from the nearby forest. That was Jess Perkins. Mm-hmm. I thought oh, that was I a very a guessable answer. Yeah, uh, I thought so too. Wasn't crazy Everything enough. Was barking. Yes, oh, it, was, it had a good amount of crazy. Went for the Hindenburg, which was pretty crazy. <laughs> was a str- it was pretty strange, wasn't it? It was a bit strange. Probably written by a strange person. It was. Oh. Alistair Trumpley virtual. <laughs> yes. And that means yes, that I can't believe it. your instincts were both correct. It was that weird alien one. Amazing. What a strange <laughs> sequel. Yeah. From an, like a, you know, somewhat I was going to say adorable story, but it's about a woman wanting to skin dogs, so it's not that cute, is yeah, it? Is, was yeah. there anything weird in the original book that Disney Can't omitted remember. or something? Maybe. Or did it just, it, the first book to the second book was a huge left-hand turn, I wonder. I reckon there's probably some stuff that they must have left out or something mm. like that. But, but I mean, I wonder if, if Disney had bought the story before they made the sequel just because then they're like oh well, fuck it now i got money i can write what i really want to write yeah 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 that's true you know i don't have to i don't have to worry about sort of really selling this one so yeah, i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna go I mean, crazy yeah or or I'll, yeah it'll, this one will sell itself <laughs> yeah so i can just put my heart and soul into it aliens <laughs> uh, flying dogs i'll uh i'll just uh take a second to put the scores together before i do that uh i can say that this uh book on goodreads um has a 3.62 out of five star average it's pretty, rating that's, that's it's not pretty bad good. yeah yeah and i found a review on chain interaction a, a book blog and it says if ever a book could be a party trick, this is mine. I will out this story during awkward lulls in conversations as it's a surefire crowd pleaser. Picture the scene. You're sipping on a glass of now lukewarm white wine and the conversation is dying out. You turn to your nearest and dearest and remark, did you know there's a secret, a sequel to 101 Dalmatians? They will, of course, respond with, well, yes, I hated that film. Or perhaps, Patch's London Adventure is amazing. You can now shake your head superciliously and tut at how superior your knowledge of mid-20th century children's books is. No, no, dear friend, there is a written sequel produced by Dodie Smith, 11 years after the first one was published. What's it about, you ask? Oh, it's a normal tale where the Dalmatians and all the other dogs wake to discover that the humans are all unwakeable and the dogs have some kind of superpowers. Since they're worried about what's going on, they head to London to consult with the dog parliament to to work out what's going on. Anyway, yeah, and it gets weirder (laughs) from there. Um, Who speaks like that at a dinner party? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> see if I can find... I mean, this person's review is weirder than that book. <laughs> uh, let's see. They've got a... Oh, yeah. Uh, Judith, a 20-something based in the city of Dreaming Spires, in brackets, Oxford, UK. Um I read far too much for my own good sometimes. I share my thoughts on what I read on this blog. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably over-explaining things. Oh, I, right, share, right, I, yeah. I share my thoughts on what I read on this blog, Yeah. which is my book review blog. Ah. All right, so <laughs> okay. I like I like her vibe. Yeah, she seems fun yeah. at parties. So yeah. I was picturing a 50-something-year-old, I've got to tell you. Yeah. 
20 something year old. Oh, that's sad. Warm. I know. I was party with the white wine and stuff. No, yeah, you suck. Yeah. <gasps> no, if you're listening, you rule. You know, 50% of my audience is that book reviewer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here are the final scores. I have two listeners. On two points, <laughs> it's the house. On four points in second place is Jess Perkins. But way out in front on 12 points, it's Alistair Tremblay Virtual. I can't believe it. I feel like Jess was gifting me points. I think she was too. Those last few questions, yeah. Jess, At some point, like, she took pity on you, didn't she? I noticed she that as well. It was she a real vibe change. She started yeah, thinking, Al needs this. I felt bad about the yeah. judgmental mango oh, fish right. one, but I was like, let's let him have it. What else has he got going for him? He's moved to Canada. Yeah, yeah. that's a cry for help, isn't it? In the middle of an Australian summer. Like, how dumb are you? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, no. I can understand that. And yeah. you know what? You win some, you lose some. It's He's recording this from his brother's I'll, basement. It's so embarrassing yeah. for him. His brother's I in will. the room. Younger brother? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, yeah, it is my younger, younger brother, brother's he's not in the room anymore. Even your younger brother, he's not in the room anymore because he's moved on with what he was doing. Yeah. He's got better things to do, yeah. But I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. very impressed that your younger brother has a place with a basement. Or a basement's yeah, I mean, normal it's a very no- It's a very normal thing here. How's it just have way more levels over there? Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, very the people have fewer here. levels. <laughs> oh, I think... <laughs> I think I think you got to put things. I think you got to put more stuff deeper underground so that things don't freeze. Right. So you put it further into the cold ground. See, this is what I'm talking about. Mm. He needed we're, a win. These people are crazy. <laughs> we're, no, we're down close to the core where it's still warm. Oh yeah, I guess if you put it in the in close the attic, to the lava. it's closer to the snow. Yeah, but exactly. also close to the sun. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've been recording for ages. Um, yeah. I don't want to get bogged down in, in yeah. what's closer to warm and cold. <laughs> hey, Al, uh, where can people yes. find you if they want to um, book you for a gig or otherwise? Oh my um, they can find me at A Trombley Birchall on Instagram or they can find me at... Uh, I think of you, you know, as D Trombley Birchall. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's good. You know, but <laughs> you know, there's actually two A Trombley virtuals because my brother is also an A Trombley virtual. Oh, and he has not a this one here. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. That's not this one. He, but the other one also is a homeowner. I'm the only one who doesn't own a home. God, you're a disappointment um, <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> um, but they can find me on the Two in the Think Tank podcast. But they can email me at at gmail dot com if they need to. <laughs> Love that. I, I love a, a I love a self doxing. Yeah, that's your uh, personal the, email, the one you use to like. Yeah, you sure you want that in there? <laughs> All right, let's cut that out. <laughs> um, look, they can con- they can contact me on our podcast email two in the think tank at gmail dot com. Great. Um, thanks yeah. so much for coming in uh, via satellite via your brother's basement. It it's been the dream of my life to one day be on. Who knew it with Matt Stewart with Jess Perkins from Canada? Yeah, yeah. I think you might be the second person to zoom in from overseas. Wow! 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 <laughs> oh, I, wow! I I just appreciate not being <laughs> maybe the first already. from the northern hemisphere. Wow! Wow! You know what I mean? Wow! Whoa! Well, where where was somebody else? What like from New Zealand or something yeah. like that? Yeah. South from Africa. New Zealand. Oh yeah, you got anybody from South America yet? No, <laughs> not yet. But we okay. have emailed South America at gmail.com and said, <laughs> is anybody interested? So yeah. 
I did that That's from cool. Matt's email account. <laughs> this is my podcast now. All right. Uh, Jess, where can people find you? Uh, Jess Perkins at Instagram. I'm not doing much at the moment, so. Jeez, you, you followers. What are you up to? 20 mil? 20 mil. 20 mil. 20 mil fo- 20 followers. 20 mil. Yeah, Follow yeah. to see what all the fuss is about. Yeah. I can't figure it out. It's the nudes. Yeah. Maybe, oh, okay. maybe, maybe Jess might be getting some exciting new jobs soon. Starting new jobs. Yeah, you say that like there's offers. Um, no. <laughs> if anybody listening, uh, no, nah, I don't. I don't want it. No. I don't want any jobs. If anybody's <laughs> listening, leave me alone. Leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> you th- if you th- you've got a job you think I'd be good at, give it to someone else. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, if somebody can do it over distance, I'll take it. Oh yeah, okay. Give it to Al. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of offcuts from this episode, so uh, stick around if you want to hear those after the song. Uh, but thanks so much for listening. Please give us a five star review. Oh, I I think uh, in an episode a few weeks ago, maybe I sounded uh, sad about no one reviewing, and I got a whole bunch of reviews that were very nice. Oh, good. So sound sad again. So I'm actually yeah. oh, guys. now I now I need it. Please, you know, I need another hit. Yeah. Please give us Oops, another five star review. Please. Uh, maybe tell your friends if you know anyone who might enjoy this show. Uh, but cheers for tuning in to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. Now that you know it, I've been Matt Stewart. Goodbye. Oh, it, it felt like I was right on time. I don't know. It felt like yeah. when I did it, I did oh, it. I mean, it will for you. That's yeah. the beauty of it. I mean, you guys could be on Australian tour, maybe. Yeah, we're ahead. We're we're we can tell you the future. Yeah, mate, I love that bit. That's well, when, you know, people come up to Sky me. Sky retired. So, I know, I know. I'm I'm still checking the age every day. <laughs> still, yeah, yeah. For a second, I thought you said I'm checking the edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Edge FM. Oh, yeah. Regional radio. You're already losing your already convoluted accent. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I am checking in on the edge every day. I. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I go to the u2.com and I see, yeah. and I click I'm on checking band in on members. the edge, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel really good about 2024. Really? I got a really good feeling <gasps> about it. Cuz you got to you got to you're retiring. Yeah. And so like quitting is one of the most nice feeling things. <laughs> it's so nice. Yeah. Do I'm you, so uh, yeah. And so you I have weekends? <gasps> yeah. Like Triple J weekends? Did you get offered that? <laughs> they offered me weekends. Oh my god, that's <gasps> gonna be so good. That's gonna be, be so great. Wait, wait, Matt, are you gonna be using some of my footage as well? Because uh, I can. He didn't hear. Okay. Oh, Matt. I know. I don't think. You no, don't we, use we, this we won't be using this footage. That was just You're so fine. you could. I just wanted you to be able to see Jess's funny face. Yeah. You can see how Jess I'm glowing now that I have weekends oh, available. It, it, it actually does look like a glow. Thank you. Did I already make the joke? Oh, were you offered weekends? Yeah. yeah. That's funny. I said, I've got weekends. He said, were you offered weekend Harvos? Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Good stuff. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, you could do it with Luca and Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you've, been, you've been offered weekend Harvos to yourself. That's so good. Yeah. Weekend Arvo's back. Jess, that that 
Working weekends. I work weekends for so long in a supermarket. Yeah. One, the first time that I didn't have to for a while, I was like, this is fucking crazy. Oh, man. I think, like, when you're in your 20s and, you know, most of your friends are probably doing the same while you're working through uni and stuff, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I'm old now and all of my friends have Monday to Friday jobs and my partner has a Monday to Friday job. And I never got to see any of them. And now yeah. I'm like, wow, we can just potter around the house. This is so nice. Yeah, that is really nice. You, that glow suggests that you might be pregnant with free time mm. <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. I'm Ironically, she's got uh, less labor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's going out of labor. <laughs> <laughs> that was much better for us. No, ATB things up. It couldn't have worked without your with your without yeah. the setup. You're just a good team. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. mate. Andy Schmandy, I've always I've always said. That's what I've always said as well. Yeah, fuck that guy. Andy Schmandy Matthews Matthews. The the ore and uh Al then turns it into usable steel. Uh, I don't understand mining. Is that what happened? You probably, From my understanding of video games. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I would suggest that Matt also often pre- presents steel and then I just present that same piece of steel slightly and I, I've just turned it slightly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which And I'm like, holy shit, it's got a backside? Yeah. I'm always <laughs> showing Matt you can do that with steel. the backside of objects. So you go, look at this. This, this object's got a butt. and then i remember the cold fingers when you walk around in the cold okay and then and i'm remembering the cold face that you get when you also walk around outside because you left as a teen right so you'd remember cold fingers in all sorts of ways yes i was in my was in my first year my first year of my teenage years you know just just sprouting my first uh, you know, saplings of pubes. <laughs> hey, Connor, edit out that bit of me trying to make a joke about Al fingering in his teen years with cold fingers. I don't think it landed. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even hear sorry. it. I'm I didn't so even sorry. hear the the cold fingering. Yeah, no. I mean, it was it, it was uh, wasn't well uh, put together, and I was it's kind of like on the edge of being a bit yuck anyway. <laughs> Just like yeah, it was fucking shit. Because you can finger as an adult. Yeah. You should. What? You should finger. <laughs> I think it's like, you know, like like certain, you know, like, like you know, smoking, uh, you know, or drinking has a drinking age. And maybe this particular uh, performative action should have a sort of a higher access date. On Do you not want to say fingering because your brother's in the room? I'm, I'm trying to limit the amount of times I say fingering because my brother's in the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How could you tell? <laughs> because I wouldn't want to that say per- fingering in front of my brother. That that particular sexual motion. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not want to mention in front of my brother. <laughs> but yeah. in front of your he's just hearing you talk about particular sexual motions. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, what the yeah. fuck is he you, talking about? You don't want to leave too much for your brother's imagination because... Are you talking true. about fingering? Yeah. He'll fill in all sorts of stuff and it'll think, be think, worse stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think the word motion makes it sound like it's more torso based, you know, or mm. more like sort of like, you know, pelvis based maybe. And that's yeah. better. Motion in the ocean. 
yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's probably worse actually it's probably i'm picturing worse. um i'm picturing uh two people lying on top of each other doing the that 80s worm dance mm-hmm. oh i love that i would love a double le- layer uh it almost would look like the layers of uh, earth you know, oh. like you know how, like they said, they, you know, there's like the stratosphere, and then there's the other bit fear, yeah. ozone sphere, but uh, the, yeah, hole ozone. the hole, that's the butt, hole. that's yeah. the butt that's of the top the person. <laughs> Matt, Matt, you took that one, you turned that one around and showed me the butt that time. <laughs> it was beautiful teamwork. It's funny how they were trying so hard to get you on this show before you left, and then realizing, oh, you can still be on it from over there. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I would have loved to have made, you know, one more, uh, you know, in-person appearance, but it just, the, the days were getting a little bit tighter. Um, and, but yeah, it was just, everything was falling apart a little bit. <laughs> it was great seeing your I mean, last, your last uh, stand-up spot in Australia before you left. You killed yeah. it. Yeah. Well, thank you. It was nice. I, I, it was, it was very nice that they had asked me because that was also like one of those, you know, rare things where you do a gig and then somebody asks you right after your gig, you're like... <gasps> Can you come and do a gig at my at my room like that? And you go, oh, I haven't had that happen for so long. I can't say no. <laughs> so you did? Oh, you did do another one? No, no, that was that that one was that. Oh, right. It it, it, it had happened at Comedy Republic. Ah, oh, gotcha. Yeah. And so, and those were supposed to be my last gigs. It's a shame it. that um, after Catfish, a Canadian didn't come up to you and go, "Hey, <laughs> that hey, would have been." Can you come and do you, my room? That would have been in Montreal. So I think you just. Oh, why don't you do just for laughs? That's over there. Yeah, do oh, that's that. That's a good idea. Oh, uh, maybe I'll go. I'll go see. Um, Flick an email or something. Hey, Al, if anyone's uh, in Canada listening and they uh, they run comedy rooms or know someone who does, should they get in touch? They sh- if they if they know people who run comedy rooms, they should tell them to ask them. Especially particularly in Montreal, they should get get them to put me on and and help. Uh, quickly advance the speed in which i am entering a new scene yeah and and help your um french comedy evolution which of course will make you more round more hard and more snippy yes and more pinchy yeah. pinchy sorry yeah. you really want to you want to hit that crab market oh man i want to of I mean, comedy not yeah. like a market where I, you buy crabs yeah come on <laughs> yeah, be i mean correct i mean i at this at this stage, I'd be happy to play a crab market if I could get that too. So if anybody okay. knows any crab market owners, yeah, okay, great. Not just owners; it could also be just a guy who's just you know is just high up in the crab market. What like if a middle manager? Or anybody listening knows a crab? Oh yeah, I mean, I would perform perform to a single cl- crab. I think that would be a great way to film a special if they if the crab would let me film it. <laughs> what about so problem with married crabs? Uh, you um, know what? I would do it to a married crab. Have I been too hard on Americans today? Not hard enough, in my opinion. Yeah, I was thinking that it's. it's, it's I was. I was thinking it's about time you ramp it up a little bit. Really? Yeah. Because I, kn- I know Americans are pretty sensitive. And um, sensitive Americans. Yeah. Yeah. It's because that's why they need such a strong defense force. You know. Because deep down in their hearts, they're actually a sensitive people, and so you got to defend those those fragile hearts with uh, mm-hmm. with big guns and bombs. Yep. And they're gone. I was thinking bombs. that as well. You can't say <laughs> guns and bombs without no. without then saying and they're guns and they're bombs. They're bombs. Yeah, they're bombs. She's, they're bombs. Lethal bombs. <laughs> Do you want to? 
know a bit about Al's process for the last one, Jess, while he's writing his answer? Please. So his initial answer was <laughs> coochie choochie cooch. And then he said, no. Coochie coochie cooch. Okay. And that's where you got me because I wouldn't have chosen coochie choochie cooch. Yeah. Well, I want you to know I never meant to spell <laughs> I figured. It was supposed to be coochie coochie cooch the whole time. The whole I time. thought, I really think that was just your process. You went, no, even better. Even better. No, I've I've worked on it and it's even it, better. It was his drop the the from Facebook moment. Mm. Oh, that's right. It used to be the Facebook. And then Justin Timberlake told him to drop it. Yeah. Are, are you guys thinking about adding a the to do go on? The do go on. No, the do, do go, go on. the on. Oh, well, what about do the go on? Do the go on. That's like a cool or dance move. About, yeah, or do go on the. Yeah. Yeah. Surely that's so good that it's already been taken. <laughs> Sometimes it's worth just Googling it just in case. Just in case. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm, aren't you worried that when you do that, Google then goes, oh, there's someone at Google going, oh, that is a good answer. That Quick, is good. Lock it down. Yeah. Pop okay. collar. I did, I was on uh, on the summer holidays. I went on a hike in Tasmania and like a decent <gasps> hike. It's quite <laughs> wait, steep. Wait, wait, wait. I uh, went down south recently for a hike in Tasmania. <laughs> 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 and there were people behind me on the trail. I couldn't see them yet through the path and they were like talking so loudly one of the girls kept screaming i was like what the fuck are you doing we're in this beautiful national park shut up at one stage i stopped to like (laughs) enjoy the view catch my breath and they walked past one of the guys is in uh flip-flops for you al thongs for the rest of us yeah um (laughs) and a collared shirt and board shorts um the other guy is in boat shoes like leather boat shoes again collared shirt and just like random shorts and one of, and the girl is in head to toe ralph lauren polo slick back bun like tiny little tennis skirt and a cardigan and i'm like you are not dressed for a hike what are you doing yeah. and they yeah. just strolled past you rubbing salt in the wound yeah exactly they did and it was really hurtful because i was there in yeah. active wear and proper shoes and, and they Sweating. just they just walked straight past like they're gliding above the Above the dirt, above oh, the dirt. I was like, I hate you. I never saw him again because they really took <laughs> off. <laughs> they were what so was she quick. screaming about? Oh, I don't know. Something spooked her, and she screamed and then laughed so loudly the whole time. It was just strange. It was obnoxious, and I hated them. Are they? They were Australian, though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What are they? You know, Why are you she- wearing like a business type shirt on a hike? What are you doing? What are sure. they scared of in Tasmania? I don't know. There was a wallaby. You scared of a little wallaby? Oh, yeah. so it just cute. sounds like that might be a tourist might be scared of no. a wallaby or yeah. something. But Tasmania doesn't have any um, any crocodiles or anything that we know of. That we know of. But but also you know in you know if if they were American, you know like they could see something like they go oh, you know like one of the guys would go oh look there's a uh, a bandicoot mm-hmm. and she would go oh <laughs> yeah. that's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like that and that wouldn't be that out of place for an american you know yeah that's right but no they were australian 
Oh. And they were. <laughs> she was hilarious. quite nice as she went past. She was like, hi. And I was like, fuck you. Oh, no. In my head. And loud, I said, hello. It's hello. funny that, yeah, the. <laughs> We forget that uh, Australians can be as obnoxious as anyone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, do we forget that? <laughs> no, I don't forget that. <laughs> Never forget. Never forget. Anyway, no, I'm sorry. I, I always, yeah. I always remember. From Ipanipa? Ipanipa. Ipanema? Ah. Al, he said it. Ipanipa. I think maybe they have a different version in Canada. Oh, they have a different version in Canada where you've been for five days. Look, I'm just, I'm not who I used to be, guys, so don't expect me to Let him go. Let old Al. I miss him. I'm dead. Is like you know. I'm. I'm. I make cool stuff now, and I do cool things, and, and my my yep, fingers cold are fingers. Cold. Cold, <laughs> fingers. cold fingers. Yeah. You no, know let's say cold ring. fingers, worm heart, <laughs> worm heart. Cold <laughs> fingers, worm heart. I've <laughs> <laughs> always said that. They say cold fingers, worm heart, <laughs> worm heart. But I don't know. I don't know why they say it. They've just always said it. Yeah. Curled fingers, worm heart. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 